Now back to Fitness Fanatics on 93.7 The Ticket and theticketfm.com. Welcome back into the Fitness Fanatics. We're going to be diving into macros. Some of you might be thinking, well, what in the heck is a macro? Yes. Well, we're going to talk about macros and the three macros that we track. Well, that are the macros. Yes, that are the macros. So, Nicole, I'm going to turn it back over to you and let's roll. Yeah. So, again, this is step two. Step one is see where you're starting from. Don't even worry about your macros at first because you want to, we want to see where you're starting from what you need to improve, what you might not need to improve. There may be some meals that are actually better than you think. Uh, so maybe you don't have to change every single thing that you eat. So that's step one is see where you're at now. Give yourself a good week of logging everything that you're eating as you're eating it. Um, if the food has a label on it, you can scan it. You do kind of have to watch your portion sizes a little bit just so you know, but that's a great way to start familiarizing yourself with portions. So if you eat ice, uh, ice cream, if you eat cereal every single day, maybe still pour the amount of cereal you would normally have and then get a measuring cup out and see how much you're eating. Because I guarantee you, if you eat, <laughs> guarantee you're eating you, too it's not much. One cup. Right. <laughs> you're not eating, you're eating more than a serving. You're probably eating two, two and a half servings of, yeah. which is why I like frosted mini wheats because it's pretty bulky in the bowl. So it's, it's less depressing than mm. like a cup of, like a cup of fruity pebbles. Cup of fruity pebbles is nothing. Like, yeah, no, we will <laughs> eat the whole box. Fruity Pebbles I, suck. In like 30 minutes. You I'll don't like Fruity Pebbles? No, I'm a hard pass on Fruity Pebbles. Oh, I love Fruity Pebbles. I can eat a whole box of Fruity Pebbles. Give me Fruit Loops. I have eaten a full box of Fruity Pebbles. Same thing. Just eat a whole of box soggy of Soggy raisins is like Fruity okay. Pebbles. Fruity Pebbles doesn't have, oh, they look like raisins. Well, yeah, yeah, yeah. Unless you eat the bowl in like two minutes. That's why so you, soggy. Give, you give yourself little, little, a little bit right, at a time. Right, you have to keep refilling. Yeah, <laughs> little, little bit. So that's it's pretty all, hard to track all you, if you're doing the right people route. how to eat that's fruity pebbles. Right. Yeah, so maybe that's, uh, that's why we don't eat fruity pebbles in us, our house. No, we don't. We don't eat them. All right. So never mind. Back so, on yeah. back on track here. <laughs> but still eat what you're eating, but maybe be a little aware of the serving size because most of the time that's where we're kind of getting tripped up. So that's step one. Step two is diving into your calorie goal and how those macros are split up. So the macros, when you hear people talking about tracking macros, macronutrients, there's four technically, but three that we really track, and that's your carbs, your protein, and your fat. Now, alcohol is technically a fourth macro, and so, but it's, alcohol gets a little more complicated, but it's technically is a, a macronutrient, but we're tracking your carbs, your proteins, and your fats. And then depending on what kind of nutrition program you're following, you're going to have different percentages of those. So if you're doing a low carb, you're just going to have less carbs, but then you're making that up in your fat or protein. Or if you're doing a low fat, then maybe you're eating a little higher in carbs. Some of that depends on what you're doing, what you do for your job every single day. If you're super active in your work, if you're walking around, moving a lot, lifting, um, you could probably eat a little more carbs. If you're sedentary, maybe that number is a little bit lower, but that doesn't matter. What matters is that you find a split and you kind of stick with it. 
So macros, the carbs, proteins, and fats. And that's ultimately what makes up your calorie goal for the day. So a lot of times people, for a long time with ferals, we really didn't talk about calories. And really, you don't have to worry about calories as long as you're following kind of those macros numbers. Because like, we'll kind of recommend to people, for example, I'll just pull mine up for as an example. So my calorie goal is 2000 calories a day. Um, because I work out multiple times a day. And I found with myself, if I drop my calories too low, um, even to the 17, 1800 calorie range for myself personally, I really start to see a decline in like my strength and performance in my workouts. And I don't like that. I would rather feel stronger, um, be stronger, have more endurance. So I prefer to be um, maybe a little higher in calories. So 2000 calories is my calorie goal. And then as far as my carbs go and proteins and fats, these are going to be in grams. So my 2000 calories is broken up into 200 grams of carbs, 150 grams of protein and 67 grams of fat. Now, if I only focus on those numbers, if I only focus on getting 200 grams of carbs a day, 150 grams of protein and 67 grams of fat, I don't have to worry about my calorie goal because I'm going to hit that calorie goal every single day. And you know that because carbs and protein, this is going to be the higher level kind of information, but carbs and protein are four calories per gram. Mm -hmm. And it does not matter if the carbs come from fruity pebbles or if the carbs come from an apple one gram is four calories and same thing with protein and with fat, it's nine calories. So that's why my fat goal is lower because fat is more calorie dense. There's nine calories in one gram of fat. Mm -hmm. So even if you don't even want to track calories, you don't have to just keep track of your macros and it's going to fall into place. That's where a lot of times people are like, there's no way I can lose weight if I'm eating 200 grams of carbs like, well, you can, as long as it's balanced with the rest of your day and how many grams of protein and fat you're eating. Now, if I'm eating 200 grams of carbs and 200 grams of protein and 100 grams of fat, yeah, that's going to up my calories a lot. So that's just kind of an info kind of for your information that, you know, when we tell people we focus more on tracking your macros, tracking your carbs, proteins, and fats, then we do counting calories because that's all going to work out so, in the end. Does so that make sense? what's important Average, about <laughs> those three things? Like why is it important for carbohydrates, proteins, and fats? Like right. why are those the three main ones that everybody wants you to track? Not just us, but even like personal trainers or Well, any because type that's of what meal. makes up your calories okay. for one. Yeah. So there's two, there's macronutrients and micronutrients and micronutrients are what's in your carbs and fats and proteins. Micronutrients are your vitamins, your minerals, stuff like that. So that's important to look at too, to to identify deficiencies like we were talking about, Harrison. Um, If you're only eating fast food um, or you're only eating highly processed food, you may still be hitting your macros, but you're probably going to be deficient in some of those micronutrients. We're not going to talk about micronutrients today. We're just talking well, about macros. It, it, that's because it gets like too. It all it gets falls too, into place if you're uh, eating a variety. That's where it gets too complicated. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So like if you start to log, you're like, 
How much potassium am I getting? Yeah, don't How worry much, about that. Oh my God, this is impossible. Yeah. <laughs> so 99, not 99%, probably 60% of the macro, the micronutrients that you're eating, the vitamins, they're water soluble anyway. So if you're eating too much of them, you're literally just peeing them out anyway. So that's why sometimes if you take a multivitamin and then you notice like, an hour or two later, your pee is really yellow. Oh, yeah. Right. Yep. That's because it has a lot of vitamin C in it, for one, but your body can only use so much at a time. So once it gets what it needs, you literally pee the rest of it out. And that's why your pee is yellow because. Fun fact. Yeah. That makes Sunday. sense. Yeah. So even if you're super, because that's happened, we're super hydrated. Doesn't right. matter. No, it's okay. still going to be bright colored if you're taking a, a multivitamin. And that's just showing you how much. If you just really need to get it in your food, because that doesn't happen when you eat an orange, you don't notice an hour later that you're peeing yellow, bright yellow, because <laughs> <laughs> right. that's the actual vitamin C instead of the manufactured vitamin C that's in the thing. So that's just a side fun fact. Most of your vitamins are what's called water soluble, and you're going to just pee them out anyway. So don't you don't. That's why you don't need to spend a bunch of money on. Uh, vitamin supplements, especially if you're already getting a good variety of fruits and vegetables and even meat, dairy, eggs, stuff like that. So, and then did you say like with processed foods, does our body just pass those through way easier? So do we have a harder time picking up nutrients from processed foods? Well, yeah. So a great example talking about processed foods would be the difference between eating a whole potato and eating a potato's worth of Lay's potato chips. Okay. <laughs> right? yeah. yeah. So kind of think about that. You know what I mean? Cause those potato chips, they're like super highly processed. They're, you know, cut super duper thin. They're fried. But by the time you eat them, like your body doesn't have to do anything to process that food. And most of the time, highly processed foods are pretty nutrient lacking in nutrients anyway. Mm -hmm. So a lot of times just the process of processing them kind of gets some of those out of there. But eating whole foods, your body has to do some work to break that down. So your body's gonna have to work harder to get the nutrients from an actual potato versus eating. And you could eat probably three potatoes worth of chips. Before you know it. Before That's you why know you got to pull Jeff. If you're yeah. going to have chips, you get your servings. Yes. Because yes. The, you those are out. bottomless once you dive into yeah. it. Yeah. Uh -huh. Because mm -hmm. they're already like processed. You might as well think in your head it, it's pre digested. You've already done the processing, has already done the work that you're usually like your mm. teeth and your stomach, your small intestine, all that stuff has to do. Processing has already done it. It's kind of pre pre digested your food for you well, i wonder if that's why a lot of people have like just bad gut health overall yeah because like they're never it's never working yeah, just like any other muscle group like right. you're, it's just a straight streamline if everything's processed yes. like your mm -hmm. body's barely doing anything right yeah and then, you know it's just weak because yeah. you're never really exercising it which is weird to think of you don't think of it that way but i feel like that'd be a problem that's probably why a lot of people struggle with gut health they're taking tums all the time and, yeah. oh, my stomach hurts and it's like well Right. It's weak. Yeah. Like it's just it's pushing true. out processed stuff all day. And there is a, you know, when getting off track of the macros a little bit, but there is a big part of the calories you burn every day is um, called the thermal effect of food. And it's the amount of calories your body has to burn to pro to break down the food into the nutrients that you need. And the more processed your food is, the less your body has to work. So if you're eating whole foods, you're actually burning more calories to digest that food. Um, so that's another kind of reason to eat, whole, you know, a good balance of whole foods too, not just all 
processed foods because you're missing out on that thermic effect of food of eating yeah Mm -hmm. it is it is because there's a lot of processed stuff but like you guys are saying like just start tracking it yeah track it and balance it it. Mm -hmm. add some stuff to it to beef it up because we're rarely ever eating things in a vacuum you're eating them combined with other things and that's going to slow the process down too so yeah so that's kind of just a side note of all that stuff but and then you can Focus on working on the breakdown of your carbs and proteins and fats. And so to answer your question, Jeff, to get back to it, I just remembered that you had said, what, why do we want to focus on those three things? So carbs, you can think about carbs is your body's quick energy source. So a lot of the times the carbs that you eat, they're going to be stored in your muscles as glycogen. So that's what your body needs to keep you like moving, get your exercise going, that's going to give you energy, a quick energy. Protein is kind of your building blocks for everything in your body, your muscles, your skin, your joints, your ligaments. So protein's kind of a building block. And then fat is, there's a lot of processes that use fat, but actually the biggest um, consumer of fat in your body is your brain, which if you think about the low fat craze of the 1980s, correlated with the amount of people who have dementia now. Um, I think a lot of that is because we were cutting out so much fat back then and our our brain was being depleted of what it needs because your brain consumes a lot of the fat um, that you you use. So that's kind of a good reason to not be afraid of fat. There's more places than fat goes than just on your body. It goes, it's used for a lot of stuff. So that's why we at Ferrell's, like to encourage people to be balanced. Mm -hmm. So we have our members starting out with a a macro split where 40% of their calories come from carbs, 30% of their calories come from protein, and 30% of their calories come from fat. So they have enough uh, energy from those carbs to get them through their workouts and to help with recovery. They have enough protein each day to help maintain and build muscle as they're working out. And then you have enough fat to just help with your everyday, your, your mental clarity. And also fat is satiating. It keeps you full. So it helps fill you up a little bit more. It's the kind of more filling and calorie dense part of your, your meal. So you're going to be fuller if you eat, um, you know, fat. That's like, if you eat a bunch of, like I could eat a bowl of vegetables and it's going to fill me up, but that's not going to fill you up as long, as long as if you don't add some fat to it. So that's why it's good to roast your veggies with a little bit of oil. So you're going to get a good balance of carbs and fat. I think one, one area that, that our members struggle with is, is you can say, well, I, I eat healthy. Okay. Well, this is, goes back to keeping track of your food. Mm-hmm. Well, I eat healthy. I have a, a, and then they'll start listing off. Well, I had, an egg for breakfast and I had a salad. Well, what's in the salad, right? Most of the, most of the food logs, when we start looking at food logs, not enough calories and not enough protein Mm -hmm. because yes, a salad is healthy for you technically, but if the only protein in your salad is some cheese and Mm -hmm. maybe a cut up egg, like there's no protein in there. Um, or not enough protein. Right, not enough protein. That's when when you're not getting enough protein, that's when you start losing muscle mass. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So that's why the the protein, that's that's when it's like I wouldn't struggle getting protein cuz I I like to eat. Right. Well, so you got a steak every day. 
Yeah. yeah. One of your that's, favorite meals. That's yeah. right. That's, that's right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And it's just you have an awareness, too. You have mm-hmm. an awareness of how much protein is in, in things. So, like, for me, if I was going to eat eggs as a meal, I would never only eat one egg because I know that one egg has six to seven grams of protein. And that's it. That's mm-hmm. all that's in there. There's, like, never a time where I would only eat something that had six grams of protein in it and think that that was going to be enough for, like, a meal. Right. It, right. It, I couldn't eat only six grams of protein for my breakfast and plan on getting anywhere close to 2000 calories and 150 grams of protein throughout the day. So I think that's one, like you said, when we're looking at people's food logs, most of the time, that's what I'm telling them. Like, yeah, what you're eating is good, but you need to be eating more. So where you're eating like one egg, you probably need to eat two eggs and even add something else to that, like a chicken sausage or turkey sausage even bacon, if you're, as long as you're logging it, don't, I mean, unless you like it, don't eat turkey bacon. It's just going to make you hate bacon. Yeah, there's some things that I don't substitute. <laughs> right? turkey, you guys don't like turkey bacon? No, but see, if you like it, then eat it. That's yeah, fine. That's fantastic. Yeah, I don't I'm like it. I'm surprised by that one. Like, I'm not, I love I, chicken sausage and turkey sausage. Mm-hmm. I'm not a tur- anti-turkey by any means, but turkey bacon, the texture's not it. And I'm not eating turkey pepperoni either. No, turkey pepperoni. No, I'm not on that. What about real. turkey burgers? Oh, like absolutely. Oh, yeah, we like yeah, those burgers. are great Those substitute. can be good. Yes. Yeah. Because when you substitute like ground turkey instead of ground beef, you can eat so much yeah. more of Because you're it. getting about mm-hmm. the same amount of protein and way less fat. Like way, way less. I mean, it's, it's yeah. staggering. It like a lot of things, dude. We'll have it for spaghetti. Like, oh, yeah. We never really use a whole lot of beef anymore like turkey substitutes really well for just about everything yeah. else you'd use Tacos, beef for. chili yeah mm-hmm. chili spaghetti it's good but yeah, yeah. if you like red meat and you're fitting it into your day that's fine too there's a lot of good stuff in red meat too you just have to eat it in a little more moderation well i have red meat and you'll every o- day. you'll automatically be moderating your red meat if you're logging it because you can only eat it it's usually higher it's the, pro- the problem is if you're eating too too much high fat protein then you're going to get to the end of your day and you're going to be way up, way up on your fat. Yes. And, and under on your calories. So milkman Texans said easy. I'm a cattle <laughs> yes. producer. I have said, hey, probably, I've said wrong with that. like five times in the last two minutes that I have steak every single day. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> every single day. And hey. there is some good steak. beef. Like if the milkman, like I'm sure he's probably got some real nice grass fed yes. cattle. Like when I Absolutely. go home, like I know that's some good beef. And the only one I'm looking at the Walmart beef mm-hmm. compared to the turkey. I'm just gonna go with the turkey. And too, like yesterday, there's nothing wrong with beef. It has a lot mm-hmm. of great vitamins and B vitamins, especially. Well, the other days, one of the members was like, "Well, I'm gonna treat myself to a fillet," and then somebody else said like about being good for you, and I was like, "The fillet itself, yeah, is great for you. It's what's surrounding the fillet. <laughs> yes, right, right. So your bird, like you can make, you could grill a cheeseburger at home yeah. and have." Fit your piece your of cheese, easily. your 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 hamburger patty, and your bun. That's like probably a pretty good mm-hmm. macro mm-hmm. nutrient meal. But the problem is, you're just not eating the burger right. by itself. You're having chips, fries, a Pepsi, whatever. Right. So all that or stuff, or like a baked potato yes. loaded with you know butter and sour cream and cheese, and you've already probably had like an appetizer that's fried or yeah, whatever. So milkman. So. We love you. We love steak. I love beef. <laughs> yes, I, yes. We don't eat it ever. I don't eat it every single day, but probably because it's it, a lot of times it's cheaper to eat. Other well, we stuff do. Too. We have we have uh, like a uh, container of taco meat. Yeah, that's right. Up and we just beef. eat up. 
because yep. that's another thing that I like to do is is have a little taco bowl with four or five ounces of beef, some cheese, and some yeah. Doritos. Oh, yeah. That sounds so good, See, though. But sounds, you can't, can't you, cut out beef. I need my right. prime rib on yes. the holidays. Yeah. All right. So well, let's you. take one more break, and then I will talk about how once you get that calories and those carbs, proteins, and fats down, the best way to meal track to kind of take away some of that anxiety. So we'll talk about that in our very last segment. All right. Stay, okay? stay with us on 93.7 The Ticket, Fitness Fanatics. Okay.